What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? And thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 10 of The Drop-In. You know, and this is a special episode, a very special episode, because we are filming here for episode 10, which will air on Wednesday. But I'm also doing a live Facebook where I'm going to interact with the fans through live Facebook. Hank Lyons is already uh, logged in there. What up, Animal Double Chin? And um, so I'll, throughout the show, we'll be carrying the message of the show. But I will be interacting with our live Facebook crowd. So I'm so stoked to be doing this. Jess, what's going on? Who else we got in here? Vinicius. Woohoo! Frank, what's going on, brother? How are you? Thanks for tuning in. You, are, you guys are going to see behind the scenes of how the drop-in works. And who else we got in here? Ryan Shendall. Honey, what's going on? It's awesome that my wife uh, tunes in to see me do what I do. You know, she gets to hear it all the time. Plus, she tunes in from home to say what's going on. Yeah, thanks, Frank. Jeremy Johnson, what's going on? Ryan Michelski, how are you doing, brother? So, this is an experiment. You know, we're going to see how it goes. I'll be uh, intermingling all my positive mojo throughout, but also answering questions through Facebook, intermingling with the, the folks that are tuning in, and also possibly intermingling with the gentleman sitting to my left who helps control all this sound here. My man Steven, he takes care of everything in here. And, you know, we'll, we'll keep it pretty simple, keep it straightforward. And the whole thing is to motivate you to get off the couch and make life happen. That's why I do this show, to motivate you, the viewer, to get off the couch. <laughs> Just says he's stoked. But anyway, you know, we get to do this show and have a good time. You can see I have a good time. We have guests in here and we get to motivate people all across the world. And it's, it's, really close to my heart because that's my goal to motivate as many people as possible in 2019 my goal is 1 million people and we're well on the way you know this show right now is number one on the network or at least that's what they tell me and so I am excited about that I am, I am super excited the next step is to be the number one podcast in Michigan and then take over the world that is the goal of this show with positivity making it go viral and it's it seems simple it seems like a no-brainer. Jacob Hale, what's going on? Thank you for tuning in and watching the show. I appreciate it. And a lot of the reason we get to do this show is through our great sponsors. And if, if you're in a baseball, if you're a baseball junkie and you love the history behind the game, Play at the Plate offers a very unique experience in a historic setting. Would you like to play some baseball? You still dream of playing on a major league field, experiencing the magic of places like Field of Dreams? For 15 years, Play at the Plate has been making dreams come true. Play at the Plate offers you the chance to play ball. Join us for a lifetime experience. Go to playattheplate.org or call Scott Green at 631-255-4475. That's 631-255-4475. Those guys are amazing, truly amazing. You know, if you are into baseball, like I said, and you love the game, you love the history behind the game, make sure to check out Play at the Plate because they will offer such a cool thing. And I heard they're getting the Field of Dreams thing going. So that movie's epic. If you love baseball, check them out. They are a huge part of why I get to come here and bring a positive message to you, the viewer. So, you know, this show... It's about living your purpose. It really is. It's about living with passion and how, you know, when you operate from that premise, 
it, it makes life easy. And doors open, crazy doors open as you move along that way. Who else we got up here? Joe Jones. Uh, what is that? Josh Kalis is watching. Kyle, what's going on? I love it. I love it. But um, you know, hopefully this Facebook thing works out. They just said it's pausing back and forth. So make sure to uh, chime in with your questions. I will try to get to them as we move forward. Brittany Miller, what's happening? Um, I will try to get to any questions, comments, what's happening, how is it going, all that kind of stuff. Because a lot of people message me and they want to know about me. And I don't really talk about me on this show a whole lot because the guest is the star. If you've seen last, the last few episodes, the guests have been phenomenal. Bill Toko was on last week. That dude is a machine. He is a machine. I mean, the number one NSA pro skateboarder in the world in 1988. And then to be doing what he's doing now. If you saw the photos, dude is a monster and he still skates and he's training people how to eat right, how to live right, and how to train properly to be world-class bodybuilders. It is amazing to have these kinds of guests on the show and to let you know that no matter what you dream about, you can make it happen. You can make it happen. And every guest brings a little different flavor to that message. Today's message is living with passion. When you live your passion and when you find what you love to do, you know, you got to try a lot. You got to try and break some eggs here and there. But when you get on that path, it's easy. It's easy and doors open. Crazy doors open when you continue to live that path. And it makes your life a lot easier. You know, it really does. And I, I personally continue to learn and continue to grow every day of the week. I mean, the, the experience here at NRM has been phenomenal. And when guests walk in, you know, they're like, wow, this is the real deal. Like the, there's cameras and there's people behind the glass and there's a, it's, it's like the real deal. And I started doing a podcast from my couch. In 2010, I could barely walk and they told me my hips were pretty much messed up. And I knew, I knew I had to do something to keep the adrenaline going. So I started a podcast from my couch, on my phone as the microphone, and with my laptop controlling the soundboard. And look what it's turned into. This podcast, Streamcast, that goes all over the world. And I started with a free app on my couch. And at the end of the day, after five years of doing it, interviewing people, very much like what this show is, after five years of doing it and a quarter million listens from my couch, it's, it's crazy to think that that many people would tune in. But they did. And, and now I get to sit in this studio with Steven sitting here with folks behind the glass. It still blows me away when I look out there and go, what the, what, what, a, you know, there's a time clock and I have opening theme music. It blows me away, but I'm excited and I want to bring as much positive content to you, the viewer, via our guests, via my message, that it makes it worthwhile, that you don't waste your time. And I don't take your time for granted. You're spending an hour with me. Uh, wherever you're at, on your phone, in your car, watching it from your desktop, wherever you're at, you're spending an hour with me, and I want to fill it up with some fired up content. It is, it is a, a pleasure of mine, and I don't take that lightly. I don't take it lightly at all. So thank you so much for tuning into the show. With today, you know, 
Today, I really want to talk about just living with passion and how the doors open as you move along that path. And, and when you do, when you, when you live that way, nothing seems that difficult. When the hard times hit, you know, they're not that hard because you're doing what you want to do, what you love to do. A few episodes ago, we had a friend of mine, Corey Stewart, on, and at, at 28 years old, he realized he wasn't doing what he wanted to do, and he shifted gears, and he totally shifted gears, went back to school, and now he's doing what he loves doing. And, and that is a huge part of what the drop-in brings to the table. And every guest brings that same kind of story. They bring that same kind of story where they were living a certain way or going down a certain path, and their passion took them in places they couldn't even imagine, could not even imagine. And I am a living testament of that. When you are following your dreams, when you are following your passions, doors open that you could not fathom that you could not fathom. Case in point, case in point, September, phone rings, Friday night. I don't even answer it, I look at it. It's a call from the West Coast. I, I don't have anybody who would call me at 9.30 on a Friday night from the West Coast. And uh, so I don't answer, I let it go to voicemail. And let me see who else is up on here. Derek Brown, what's going on? <laughs> I know who G's aboard vegan is, what's happening brother? But um. So I don't even answer it. It goes to voicemail. And it, it, I check the voicemail about an hour later because I'm really, we're watching TV. I'm sitting on the couch with my wife watching TV. And so I look and I, I see the transcribed voicemail and it's from America's Got Talent. And I'm like, how do you get my phone number? And so I call the guy back the next day and, and he says, you know, I looked at your website. I thought you were very interesting. We'd like you to come down. Things like that happen when you are following your passion, when you are following your dreams, the craziest doors open along that path. It has been an insane journey for me because skateboarding, I never fathomed that I'd be a pro skateboarder and it happened. But what has happened after that has, has been mind-numbing, mind-blowing because it has just been nuts ever since I quit competing in 2007 and decided to take my, my uh, put my energy into a positive kind of mindset. And I grew up punk rock, so I had that DIY attitude. And so I decided, how can I inspire people? What do I have to do? And I ended up making a TV show. And that's gonna lead us right into, uh, you never know who you're gonna meet who you're going to be polite to, who you're going to inspire, or who's going to inspire you. You just don't know. And around that time, 2007, I was, uh, I was sponsored by a company called Ninja Bearings. And um, uh, let's check the Facebook Live again. Leonard, what's going on, Neno? Thank you for tuning in. JoJo Jones is tuning in. I saw that kid, what are you, 12? Doing Mick Twists over the weekend, 12 years old, doing spinning 540 in the air. Kid's amazing. Dave Reister, what's happening? Thank you for tuning in, my brother. Thank you very much. I hope the streaming gets a little smoother. My wife said it was a little choppy from here, so I hope it's streaming smooth now. But, um, you know, around 2007, I get a, a message from my bearing sponsor, and they say, you know, this person down in Dalton, Georgia would like to have you down for a demo. And I'm like, all right, who knows me in Dalton, Georgia? I don't really know. I knew I'd been through Dalton, Georgia several times, but I, I really didn't know. So he gives me the phone number. 
and I call this number. And the lady on the other end of the phone says, well, I don't really know who you are, but we're having a skateboard contest in about a month, and I think uh, we'd like to have you down. And I said, that's awesome. Uh, I'll give you a call back in a little bit. Let me get the right number. So I call Mike back, a gentleman named Mike Sorge, which you'll hear a little bit more about him later. But I call Mike back, and I say, hey, Mike, that was the wrong number. Can I have the right number? And he gives me the right number, and I call the lady in Dalton, Georgia. She had bought a skateboard shop, and my board was nailed to the ceiling. And she said, you know, this guy said, you are a positive force, and we'd like to have you down. So I end up going to Dalton, Georgia. I have the time of my life. It could never happen again. I just I make the most of every opportunity, and this was no different. I go down to Dalton, Georgia. I end up skating a demo, hanging out, helping with the contest. I think that I even have a picture of me in an apron cooking or something, because they're having me in town. I'm going to do whatever they ask me to do. If they want me to sweep the parking lot, cool, I'll sweep the parking lot. It ends up being a, a, a life-changing experience. I'm by myself on the top of this mountain in a chalet, and then, and then, as if that wasn't enough, I'm flying home. We get a nice storm in Detroit. I can't fly home. The lady puts me up in the Omni, and I go watch the Atlanta Hawks play that night. I would have been happy with a Best Western and a case of ramen noodles. And she put me in the Omni. I go to get see Steve Nash play. And I'm just blown away, blown away. Like I said, it could never happen again. So I get home. I'm, I don't even know what to think. And I call that wrong number that said they were having a contest in about a month. Well, there was a lady they call Mama Mingo. And her son started Flamingo Skate Shop. He started the shop with 100 bucks, borrowed from his grandma, started the shop in a flea market. And with the help of his mom, the shop had grown in a matter of a, a short period of time, two years. And it was the biggest skate shop within like hundreds of miles of Chattanooga, within a two-year period. And he started it with 100 bucks. So I call her. She says, yes, we'd love to have you down, Gerald. So let me check the uh, live feed here. Glenn Hirsch, what's going on, man? Ronnie Vegas. No way. Jimmy Doom's on here. What's up, Jimmy Doom? Going to have you on the show at some point, brother man. Thank you all for tuning in today to see behind the scenes of what goes on with the drop-in. You know, it, it, it's pretty simple. But we have a good time here, so I thought it'd be nice to interact with the Facebook fans as we are doing the show. So thank you all for tuning in. So, back to the story. I call Mama Mingo. She has me in town. Again, a life-changing experience. I get to the house. They have, like, the bed set out, candy on the bed. Like, they, have, they let me stay in their guest room at the house. Shaving kit. It's, it's incredible to me. And again, I'm the first one to start skating, last one to stop. I announce events. We're at restaurants. I'm drawn with kids. I'm just making the most of it because I don't know if this will ever happen again. So I'm just enjoying my life and enjoying this opportunity. I spend three days in Chattanooga, announce the contest, skate, hang out. When I'm leaving, Jan, who is Mama Mingo, says, I feel like my son is leaving. And I didn't ask for a dime. I did not ask for one dime of payment. I was just ecstatic to go down there, get a trip, meet some new people, promote the skateboard companies and the people that were helping me, and go back home. She hands me a roll of $100 bills and said, you over, overdid it here. You over-delivered. And I get home, and I'm just like, Whoosh. again, I'm going to do this a lot because my life does this a lot. Like, just blows my mind. 
So I get home. I forget. South Park or something's on the TV, right? So I'm like, I'm going to make a TV show. TV stinks. I'm going to make a TV show. I start figuring out how I can do it. So at that point, I'm seeing, okay, what do I got to do? Write a treatment. Do this. Do that. I call a friend of mine. I say, who do you know can help me make a TV show? Well, uh, that story, I'll make it quick. Within an hour, uh, one year, we had a one-hour pilot running all over the Midwest. One, one year. You can do anything you set your mind to, and that's proof. I didn't know jack about TV. I didn't know anybody in TV. And within one year, we made a one-hour pilot, a motivational show just like this show, interviewing people with cool stories. Um, But back to Jan. So when I start making the TV show, I tell her about it. And uh, again, this is a wrong number. Do not forget. This is a wrong number. Let's see who else we got up on here. Nick Juno, what's up, brother? David Lassen, longtime friend, Dave Lassen. <laughs> Everything rocks. Thank you, Dave. Jillian, what's going on? Bob Cates. Bob Cates, the old bros ringleader. I'll say it. He won't. The old bros ringleader. Thank you all for tuning in today. And again, comment. If you want some questions answered, comment. Comment on the content. I am here for you. That's why I'm here doing this. So, back to this. I start making the TV show, right? The wrong number ends up being the biggest uh, sponsor of the show. I end up having a feature in the show about her son, how he started the skate shop, and about the family. And then moving forward, after the uh, show gets done, she ends up hiring me for a contract for six months, pays my salary for me to help them... uh, you know, move the skate shop further, be down there once or twice every, you know, couple months to sign some autographs and hang out. Again, wrong number. This is a wrong number. Changed my life. Changed my life. You never know who you're going to meet, how they're going to influence your life, and how you are going to influence other lives. A friend of mine, he is a great speaker. His name is Michael Angelo Caruso. And he told me uh, about, I don't know, three or four months ago, he gave me a great quote. And he said, the most important people in your life, you have not met yet. And that has held true for me so many times. I talk about goosebumps. There they are. If you can see them, hairs standing on ends. Because that quote has, has opened the craziest doors for me, changed my life. People I did not know until that day. Boom, gone. Uh, my 20 and 30 and 40 year friends still inspire me and get me fired up. But the most important people that will change your life, you have not met yet. What do we got here? Uh, there's Kate, Brennan Zisk. What's going on? Brennan Zisk is an amazing person. And I might tell some stories about these people who are chiming in because Brennan comes and skates with us sometimes and he's autistic. And he is an amazing skateboarder. And you would never know he was any different than anybody else. And he crushes it on a skateboard. And that is one of the greatest things about skateboarding is that it doesn't matter who you are, what your, your, what your walk of life, what you have been born with. It doesn't matter. You're accepted into our community no matter what. One of my favorite things about skateboarding. Uh, Let's see. Hank says, 
Uh, he thinks Facebook has blown a gasket. Oh, what do we got? Jeremy Hanstein, Boards Haas is on here. Kenneth Deligi's on here. J.R. Adams, past guest of the drop-in, is on here. Uh, that's so cool. J.R. Adams was a great show. A great show. Make sure to check that out. As soon as this hour's done, go back and watch the J.R. Adams show because it will blow your mind. Dude broke his back and said, I have to tone it back a little bit. So he became a Hollywood stuntman. <laughs> what? Like, pro wrestler breaks his back. I need to chill out a little bit. And so he gets into the movies and starts being a stuntman. And he has done some amazing th things. So check out that, sh that show for sure. But back to our message here that you never know. You never know who you're going to inspire, who's going to inspire you, who you hold the door open for, who you are polite to. That wrong number changed my life changed my life and I let her know every time we're friends to this day and I let her know every time I talked to her that that changed my life and she just said oh yeah it's great with her with her southern charm oh that's great Gerald and and I mean if you watch the Paul uh, Benzman show you know one card got me in here one card I handed to Paul uh, or to the NRM crew that was at uh, the TEDx Detroit one card. You just never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to shake their hand, who you're going to hold the door open for. And, and that one person, that one event could change your life just from you being polite, from you living your passion and them realizing that that's how you operate. And people say it about me often. They say your energy is crazy. It's like contagious. It's contagious. And it's just because I love what I do. I love what I do. And it shows. It shows through these airwaves, through the guests that we have on here. This week, I got a pro BMXer coming on. Um, or, I'm sorry, next week, our show will be the pro BMXer, Mark Flipowitz from Albies. And it's just going to be a phenomenal show. I read his bio. Dude is amazing. And it's awesome because a lot of people don't get these background stories on, on, on these guests. They see them uh, on TV or they see them here or there or wherever they see them, but they don't know the journey they made to get that. And Kyle says, this is rad. It is rad, Kyle. It is rad. I get this opportunity to intermingle with the coolest people and to inspire people across the world. I get messages daily from people who have watched an episode and it changed their thought process. People on their way to whatever they were doing that day and happened to listen to an episode of The Drop-In and it inspired them to inspire others. And that's what it's going to be, the ripple effect. The ripple effect. As we get inspired and we inspire others, it is the ripple effect. But it is amazing. I know they're having trouble with this feed through Facebook. Hopefully, you guys hang out with us for long enough because uh, this was, again, an experiment today to do a show with a Facebook Live, and we'll figure it out because it could be my phone. It could be Facebook. Who knows? Maybe they just don't like me. I don't know. They like drama. I like positivity. Maybe that's the issue. Who really knows? I don't know. I really don't. But thank you all for tuning in. Please stick with us. Stick with us as much as you can. Um, but you really never know. You never really know who, who you're going to meet, who you're going to inspire, and who you're going to influence. I got another great example of this. Excuse me. I stopped by a skate park 
and uh, Transition Skate Park down in Dearborn Heights, Michigan. It's about 20 minutes from Detroit. And uh, there's a gentleman in there, mid-30s, and he has, you know, Kmart bought gear. Dudes are riddling him a little bit. You know, he's with his kids. They're sort of making fun of him. And I just walk up and politely say, hello, how you doing? And we talk for a few minutes. And, um, you know, we just, I give him a couple tips. He obviously had never been to a skateboard park. And I give him a couple tips how to stay on on a ramp. And, and I didn't think anything of it. I just went about my way, you know, went and shredded the rest of the park, did whatever I did that night. And, um, the following week, I drop in there, or actually stop in there, but see that? Freudian slip, drop in. Uh, I stop in there, and they say, hey, that Dave guy's asking for you. And I'm like, hmm. At first, I didn't know who they were talking about. And then I walk through the door, and there he is again. And I'm like, hey, Dave, what's going on? You know, and we talked for a few minutes, and he said, you know, I heard about a few things you have going on. I think I could help. And so I'm like, oh, okay, cool, you know? One minute. What's up, Becky Pippin? Thank you for tuning in. Becky Pippin is a very important person of our drop-in downriver organization, and um, we are raising money to put a public skate park about 20 minutes south of Detroit in the little town of Wyandotte that would help out all of downriver, which is the whole community down there. So thank you for tuning in, Beck. But um, so Dave says, I think I can help out. So we set up a lunch date, right? And I get his name, and of course I'm going to Google him, and I get home and I Google this guy and uh it's amazing you know this is this guy he's just skating with his kids you know not again people were riddling him and all i was was polite and nice gave him a couple tips and uh i look him up online and dave newby is this financial guru there's pictures of him online at the playboy mansion in front of lamborghinis with best-selling books and we end up becoming friends he was a huge reason why I have a book published called Voluntary Self-Achievement. Again, you never know who's going to impact your life. That's another life-changing experience, friendship, whatever you want to call it, just from being polite. That's it. That is it. Thank you, Corey. Thank you for watching and thank you for being on the show. Oh, Arlen George, what's going on, man? Ricky Diaz, what's happening, brother? Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you so much. And make sure to watch on Thursday when this show airs at 5 o'clock Thursday, and you will see it from this angle, because the camera for the show is right here. I'm going to talk to you guys a bit, but the camera for the show is right there. And the whole thing is you never know who's going to be watching the show how you will be inspired by the message today. A lot of people tell me that's exactly what I needed to hear today. And hopefully that's exactly what you need to hear today. Because this show is about living with passion, living with purpose, and taking action to make your life the best life it can possibly be. I mean, it, it's insane. And I just gave you two wonderful examples of just being polite to somebody. Just being polite. You just never know who that person is you are being polite to, who you hold the door open for, who you say good morning to. I got a great photo from a friend of mine, and I ride my bike all the time. 
down at the park. And I go down there and, and not I haven't got out there too much as sun was as the sun's coming up right now, but I used to be down there every morning as the sun's coming up. And a friend of mine who shoots the sun coming up in Wyandotte, his name is Kelly Luttrell, uh, he was taking pictures that morning. And I just happened to be uh, riding that morning, and he posts a picture up on Facebook or Instagram or something like that. And it's somebody riding a bike by and waving to the older gentleman sitting on the bench. And I said, hey, Rev, that was me. And he said, it's just Gerald being Gerald. And it was just me riding my bike, dude sitting there, I'm saying good morning to him. You never know. That could have been exactly what he needs to hear. We have enough negativity in this world. It, can, it costs nothing to be polite to people. It costs nothing. And I say hold the door a lot because a lot of people don't. And it might take you an extra second to hold the door for the person behind you or the person in front of you. It costs you nothing to be polite and live with passion. And it, it just seems easy. It seems easy. It seems like a no-brainer, but a lot of people have a hard time with it. What else we got up here? Paul Nigg, what's going on? Tom Green, what's happening? And Ted Tito, my former neighbor who is awesome. What's happening, buddy? Thank you so much for tuning in today. I know the feed has been a little choppy, but stick with me, man. Stick with me as much as you can. Um, you know, the whole basis of th today's show is living your purpose, living with passion and treating people well, saying a kind word to people, holding doors for people. We are all in this together. And it's a giant community of positivity. The drop-in is a giant community of positivity. Thank you, Ricky Diaz, for the kind words. Bob Kylander, what's going on, brother man? Thank you for tuning in today on this episode 10, Behind the Scenes of the Drop-In. And as I am calling you guys out, as I am saying hello and saying thank you, uh, make sure to tune in Thursday to see the real show and invite your friends. Let's continue to make positivity go viral. And again, this is an experiment. We're trying it out. If it works out well, we'll do it again. We'll do it again and keep you guys into this. Uh, thank you, Nick. Um, it's just, it's crazy. You know, double espresso all day. I haven't had a coffee in a while, man. In a while. In a while, but um, it's just, it, it's fun. I get excited. It takes me like six hours after I get done with this show to calm down. Uh, it really does, because the adrenaline is, is contagious, and it gets me going, and hopefully it gets you guys going, gets Steven going, gets everybody going, the people behind the glass. I think Alana... Last time I got all, <laughs> I got done with a show, she's like, wow, I feel like I need to go run a marathon or something right now. And, and that's the energy that I'm trying to bring because that's what I bring every day. Every single day I bring it. John O'Hare, what's going on? John O'Hare, I just met him two months ago. The dude is a machine. He is one of the major players in the drop-in downriver skate park uh, uh, program, I guess you could call it, skate park project, whatever you want to call it. He is crushing it and doing such a good job and is such a great person. He epitomizes exactly what today's show is about. Just being polite to people, being cool, living with purpose and passion. It seems pretty 
easy. Tony Anderson, what's going on? Neil, what's happening, brother? Man, it's so rad to see all these people tuning in today to see the behind the scenes of episode number 10 of the drop-in. And again, if I call you out, if you ask a question, I will answer it. And uh, make sure to tune in Thursday at 5 o'clock at nrmstreamcast.com to see this live, or not live, to see this episode air on Thursday, 5 o'clock, NRM Streamcast, uh, the drop-in. So, I'm reviewing my notes here, because I wrote down a boatload of notes to talk about today. The biggest thing is the politeness, and you never know who you're going to meet or who you're going to inspire. You just never know. And for me, I had to learn at a very young age, I'll say, for me, that, um, you know, being a professional athlete, every time I step out the door, there's eyes on me. You know, I used to, I mean, I grew up punk rock, so my t-shirts and things said some nasty things and a lot of middle fingers and mohawks and all that stuff. And it was interesting because when I became a professional athlete and a lot of younger kids started looking up to me, I had to change the way I operated a little bit because I like to have the parental support. I like to see the young kids coming up. I like to see uh, a positive vibe going on. So, to, for me, it was a natural progression to change to that, to get away from the FU kind of attitude and get more to the uh, F uh, negativity and let's go positive here. Uh, who else we got in here? Charlotte, what's going on? Ed Lamel from Colorado, what's happening? Chris LeMay, David Lassen, my man. And um, But it was a good transition for me to get out of the young punk rock attitude and to gravitate towards still a DIY punk attitude, but a punk attitude towards positivity. And it has taken off. It has taken off. Last year, the message reached over 100,000 people. This year, my goal is a million people through this Facebook stuff, through NRM and, and their progression as a company, and just from getting out and meeting people, skating skate parks, speaking to people. A few weeks ago, I was in Youngstown, Ohio, speaking to a few hundred people. It has been an awesome journey, and it all starts with you. It all starts with you as you carry yourself. You are a giant magnet. So you carry a positive message and a positive vibe and a smile on your face, other people will s smile back. It's the theory of recipro reciprocity. That's what it is. When you smile, people feel like obliged to smile back. Steven's smiling right now just because I said the theory of reciprocity. Um, it, it seems pretty easy. It seems like a no-brainer, but sometimes you just need to hear it. So I'm saying it so you hear it. That smile. Walk you know, just be a positive person. It's it's not that difficult. And again, it costs nothing, absolutely nothing to be positive and polite. We just came out of Father's Day weekend and uh, I didn't get a chance to golf with my dad. We got rained out here in Michigan, so I was a little bummed about that. But my dad was at our fundraiser on Friday night. We had a, a fundraiser for the Dropping Down River Skate Park Project. And my dad showed up, and he hung out. We got in the photo booth. If you check out my Facebook feed, you'll see a pretty funny picture of my dad and I from the photo booth where uh, he, <laughs> he was a good, a good sport. But he hung out for a long time. We had a, we had a very good time. And we'll get that that golf game going in a few weeks, I'm sure, once the courses dry out a little bit. But, um, you know, with Father's Day, my dad was very influential in my life. And again, it, it goes with that positive vibe. You know, he taught me a lot. Athleticism. 
being on time, a bit, a lot of positive attributes that I have to this day. But also along my journey, my life, my path, I've had these other role models in my life that have taught me different kinds of things. They taught me, taught me different kinds of things, and I am still friends with many of those people to this day. And the reason I bring this up is because, as I've said, you never know who you're going to inspire and who's going to inspire you. My first two bosses, I got a job at this crazy, crazy industrial dry cleaners at 16, and my bosses were Billy and Stoney. Those were the two guys. And I thought Stoney was the biggest jerk on the planet. I had to wipe down these machines, and he would get like white gloves out and wipe them down. And I thought he was the biggest jerk in the world. We'll get back to that in a second. Josh, what's going on? Kevin Jenkins, what's going on? RCHS alumni, glad to see you on here, man. Oh, yeah. Who else we got up here? Let's see. Being punk is all about progression. Saying F you to the system, which is negative in search of, and I can't see the rest. I want to read this comment. In bringing positivity to the world. Exactly. Exactly. It is a natural progression. I totally, totally agree. But back to Billy and Stoney. Stoney, I thought, was a jerk. Like, I had to wipe down these giant machines, right? And he'd go over it with a white glove, and he'd come back, and he wouldn't tell me where he found the dirt, and he'd make me wipe them down again. And I'd get so irritated. And it was like being a chimney sweep. I had to climb in these little holes and clean out toxic, like, vats. It was crazy. But those guys taught me so much about life. I worked there from the time I was 16 till about I was 18. Billy taught me how to change my oil on my truck, change my starter, do a bunch of stuff because he owned a Ford Ranger and I had one at the time. Stoney taught me how to really, really put my nose to the grindstone and work hard. And those guys I still thank all the time. And that was my first real bosses. My first real bosses had that kind of an influence on me, and I thank them. In my meditation, I thank those guys. Following them, a gentleman named Mike Garrison. A, uh, you know, that name, it'll put goosebumps on me because he used to walk around our neighborhood with his dog and his mirror sunglasses, and I was young, and I thought he was the biggest dork in the world. You know, he's walking around, and I'm like, man, that guy looks real tough, doesn't he? He looks like a dork. And uh, we end up working together a few years later. And he taught me so much about life. Mike Garrison, I'm going to tell him to watch the show Thursday just because he did. He really taught me about life, and I don't want to get all teary-eyed and whatnot. But we worked together for a few years sanding hardwood floors. And um, that guy is one of the best humans on the planet. He ended up being a volunteer firefighter. And then he ended up being a like the big-time firefighter in the city next door getting his certification in like hazmat and all this crazy stuff, an amazing husband, great father. Mike Garrison really, really turned my view towards what my initial perception was. You know, my initial perception as he's walking around with his flat top and his aviators and his dog Jake versus what he really was. And you just never know who's going to make that impact, who's going to make that lifelong, really hit you right here that you never forget that person. And all three of those people I've mentioned so far, Stoney, Billy, Mike Garrison. I'll bring up another one because I said I'd mention them later in the show. Mike Sorge was the team manager for Ninja Bearings, and that guy and I traveled quite a bit. And it was a random meeting how I got on that team. And again, you just never know. 
you never know who you're going to meet. And Mike Sorge was from down in Ohio, and we ended up doing a lot of things together. He ran the company. He was a very, very good Christian man. And uh, I'd go down and stay with him, and I was already gravitating towards like this Eastern philosophy, Buddhism, and we'd have awesome conversation. But I also ended up doing artwork for Ninja Bearings. I rode for the company until he sold it, and he taught me, again, a ton of life lessons. And this was a team manager. I was just stoked to have a sponsor. And now I end up with the team manager hanging out and him teaching me very important lessons about life. You never know where that message is going to come from. You never know what you're going to say that affects somebody else or what they're going to say that affects you. So you got to be very cognizant of that. Let's check on who else is up in here right now. Bobby Thomas, what's happening? Kyle Oren, thank you for tuning in, dude. Thank you so much. Kyle uh, helped me put together a video, a promotional video, and did an amazing job in like a day. One day or two days. I don't know. I think we had two days or something like that. But he is just an awesomely talented guitarist, artist, creative dude. Just a really, really cool guy. But, you know, back to the message. Mike Sorge, again, you just never know. I mean, especially in the skateboard world, you know, team managers and and people within companies, you change sponsors a lot, and it becomes just, uh, you know, almost like your friends are working for a company, so you ride for them. It's it's a weird deal, or it was back when I was coming up through the ranks, and to become a very very close friend with a team manager and then end up having him impact your life like that. I don't think that's normal, but it may be. I'm not really sure. I know I hear a lot of skateboard. Uh, talk about certain teams or certain companies, and they have a very influential people operating, running the companies that do have lifelong impacts on a lot of people. What do you got, Frank? He says, how do you network into a new field of interest when you don't know where to start? Mess, give me a private message, and we'll get it done, Frank. I'll give you some tips privately on how to do that. Uh, it's awesome. Sunday's weather held out. Enjoyed the contest. Yes, yes, yes. We did have a uh, a great contest over the weekend, uh, the Dave Tuck Memorial Skate Jam, and this goes right along with the subject matter of this show. The Dave Tuck Memorial Skate Jam happens every year in Ann Arbor, and Dave Tuck. I met Dave Tuck when I was about 14, and I don't think we officially were introduced or anything like that, but some friends of mine took me to a barn ramp in Ann Arbor, and I was like a deer in headlights. My eyes were this big. I show up with full equipment on, helmet, elbow pads, knee pads, you know, I'm getting ready to skate, and we get to this barn, and there's lights, and it's like 40 foot wide. It's West Dean's barn. There's pool coping. The decks are packed with skateboarders. There's reggae playing. It probably smells like reefer. I don't even know what planet I am on at this point. I, I, I really was blown away at what skateboarding really was, you know, because I was I had a little blue collar town in community housing. That's what I knew. Backyard ramps. We go out to this Ann Arbor place and these guys are just again and Dave Tuck was there. 
big dreadlocks and just destroying this ramp. A guy named Goose was there. I'm sure Wes Dean was there. Trevor might have been there, the second guest on uh, episode two of The Drop, and he may have been there. But it really opened my eyes to what skateboarding really was. And as I progressed in the skate world, Dave and I became very, very good friends. And he lived a life of passion. That dude was so amazing, the way he operated, the way he lived. He was an amazing skateboarder. Uh, snowboard team uh, manager. He ended up moving out to Colorado and putting a pool in his backyard just for skateboarding, and teams would come through town. And everybody that talks about Dave Tuck talks about the positivity that he brought to the table every day. And I was fortunate to be a friend of his. Last time I saw him was about 07, 08 in Colorado. He ended up getting pancreatic cancer. And if you know about pancreatic cancer, it happens quick. It happens quick. And he ended up living for like two and a half years after they told him, you know, you basically have minutes to live, dude. And when I saw him in Colorado, he was telling me, because he's a drummer too, a musician, and he played in a band called the Beer Boys. And he said, you know, I can't feel my feet, but I'm still going to play. And that's Dave Tuck. That's how he lived life. And he was so giving to everybody around him. And we have a contest once a year in Ann Arbor, biggest event of the year, skateboard event of the year in Michigan. And this one was no difference. I get to announce that event every year. Now the border, which are gentlemen who do events all over the world, they handle the contest part of it. Uh, a friend of mine named Josh handles the Dave Tuck part of it. And it's my job on the mic to make sure we never lose sight of why the event happens. You know, the border does it. Grind for Life does a contest series. And they have a very, very, very good uh, organization there at Grind for Life because they're raising money to help families who are affected by cancer. If you're going to get treatment, the Grind for Life organization will help you travel there and help you uh, get lodging and pay for that and get there. They help families affected by cancer. So, all good stuff. But we never want to lose that it's a memorial and a benefit and a celebration of the life of Dave Tuck, and that's my job. I get to announce skateboarding and keep everybody in the loop of who Dave Tuck really was and what he means to skateboarding in Michigan and across the world, really. Uh, he's just an amazing person, you know. A couple other people in my life who I met at a, a very, very influential age, uh, a gentleman named Rob Barbu, I met when I was 21 years old, and he was my boss again at another job. And I ended up keeping that job for most of the the 90s, and he was super inspirational to me. You know, I came in as a nothing, and I said, you know, uh, what's next? And he said, I'm moving up, and I said, I'll do your job. And I took over his job. We're friends to this day. And he taught me a lot about life, about uh, progression within a company. Um, he was already married, I think, with one or two kids, so he taught me a lot about that. You know what life really is? You just never know who's going to leave that mark on you or who you're going to leave a mark on. And I, I encourage you all to leave positive marks on people, positive influences and inspiration on people. Because, again, it doesn't cost a dime to be nice. It doesn't cost a dime to be nice. Who else we got up here? Justin Pullum, what's going on? Chris Parrish, what's going on? If that is the Chris Parrish, I think it is. I just was talking about Stoney, man. I totally was talking about Stoney just now. And the last person I want to bring up that you just never know who you're going to meet. 
Uh, I talked about Ward Kramer on last week's episode, and it was dedicated to Ward Kramer. Ward introduced me to a guy named Bill Danforth, and you know when I was growing up, he was a guy who drew pictures of in junior high school, and um, you know he was in all the magazines and all that kind of stuff. In about 1992, I was introduced to him, and over the course of our our lives uh, as friends, he has been everything from a friend to a big brother to a dad to even uh, uh, an ear to talk to. I mean, people would never believe that if they know Danforth only from magazines and only from videos. But Bill Danforth ended up being one of my best friends, one of my best friends in the world. And I would never, never, never in a million years, if you would have told me when I was 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, that I'd be hanging out with Bill Danforth and be able to call him on the phone or be running around the country with him or him teaching me how to be a pro skateboarder and what it means to be a pro skateboarder, I would have laughed my brains out. And he, I talked to him Saturday, called him Saturday after the Dave Tuck Memorial Skate Jam and let him know how things are. How it's going. We talk shop. You know, ask him some advice on a few things. It's Bill Danforth. I mean, that's the equivalent to a lot of people of, of giving Tony Hawk a call. That's how big Bill Danforth's name is in the skateboard world. Most people see him, and he's covered in tattoos. I mean, uh, skulls from head to toe. Dude's gnarly. Arguably the most punk rock skateboarder whoever was a pro skateboarder. And that is one version of Bill. But when you get to know him on a personal level, he is one of the best humans on the planet. Let's see what we got. What up, Baba Costello? Yeah, Billy D knows what's up. I know. Totally know that. But Danforth was and continues to be super influential in my life. And the whole premise of this show is you never know who you're going to be nice to, who's going to be nice to you. you. Nothing is out of the realm of possibility. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know, you got to get off your couch. You got to take action and make life happen. And that's what I try to do every single minute of every day. I mean, every minute of every day. This weekend was just nonstop. And that is proof that you can make things happen. A year ago, none of this was in place. And now we're having fundraisers for a skate park where we have a quarter million dollar matching grant to put one in my backyard. I could have never dreamed that. And it happens. Opportunities happen when you are genuine, when you are following your passion, and when you live with purpose. Opportunities happen, but you have to take action. You can't just sit at home on your couch and just like, I hope it happens. You have to make it happen. And it's nobody else's fault if it doesn't except your own. You have to get off the couch. Charlie Nusser, what's going on, brother man? Charlie Nusser's another one. He makes life happen. Dude is amazing. Coaches baseball. He's part of the skate park project. He, amazing. But he has made those things happen. And if you sit down and talk to him, he, he went through five or six jobs before he found what he loves. You have to break some eggs to get to where you're supposed to be. And along that way, be nice to people, man. You never know who's going to help you up when you are at the bottom. And I have been at the bottom. I have been at the bottom. And you never know. You never know who's going to reach out their hands and say, I'll give you a hand. 
That's another one that'll make me freaking start crying like a baby, and so I'm not going to talk about it too much. Maybe one day you guys will all see me crying like a baby because I get emotional about these things, especially uh, clawing my way up from the bottom, from living in the gutter to being here in the NRM studios. And, uh, you know, Jess, I, I, he's behind the glass. That dude's like a legend, and he's behind the glass watching me run my trap on a microphone to inspire the world. I, I can't dream that up. I just can't. You can't make it up either. Like the stories, I can't make it up. Because it happens for real when you are living with purpose and living with passion and following your dreams. And the premise of this show, every single episode, is when you live with passion and follow your dreams and, and really carve out your place in this world, one, nobody can tell you you're wrong. And two, you'll be unstoppable. Unstoppable. And every guest on this show is, is a testament to that. Every single guest, from our first show with Kurt A. David, to our last show with Bill Toko, to our next show with Mark Flipowitz, and the show after that, and the show after that, and the show after that. And hopefully one of these shows resonates with you to get up and make your own life happen. Make your own dreams happen. Mike Wigan knows what's up. He's part of the old bros crew. Dude's an amazing, an amazing used car salesman. And guess what? He still gets out once a week to ride his skateboard. Still gets out there to ride his board. And he has a Mac Daddy job. Dude crushes it. Living the life. He doesn't have to ride a skateboard. But he loves it. Loves it. Stoked that you're on here, Mike. I know we got about what four minutes, Steve. How long we got? Yeah, it looks like we got about three minutes. Three <laughs> minutes. So you guys get three more minutes of motivation, and make sure to share this with everybody you can. Especially you guys, share it with everybody because we don't get enough motivation, enough people saying yes, you can. And that's one thing I have heard several times from the ten-year-olds to the fifteen-year-olds to the fifty-year-olds. They don't hear yes, you can. And I'm telling you, yes, you can. Wayne Dyer says, your life has all green lights. Go for it. And Wayne Dyer has been a huge, huge force in my life on a bunch of different levels, listening to his books, reading his books. He grew up in foster care in Detroit, went to Wayne State. There's a lot of similarities. You have all green lights. I'm giving you all green lights for the rest of your life. And I don't want you to go out and get speeding tickets. I'm talking metaphorically. You have all green lights. And I know some people are laughing at that one right now. But, you know, again, this show is a luxury. Your time uh, spent with me here is not taken for granted. So I'm going to try to load it up every single week. And I do. Every week with content to inspire you guys to get off your couch, make life happen, and live a life of stoke. And I try to lead by example. I really try to lead by example. Trevor Staples knows what's up. He, he is uh, an amazing example of what the drop-in is about. Living with passion and, and with, a, with a purpose. Dude is making people's dreams come true, working for the Tony Hawk Foundation. And I'm sure if you asked him two years ago, if he would have, dude, in two years you're going to work for the Tony Hawk Foundation, he would have laughed at you. Laughed at you. And now look where he's at. He gets to hold court from his front porch and then send me pictures from sitting overlooking Tony Hawk's ramp while he's helping people put skate parks in their hometowns. Again, I can't make it up. 
I can't make it up. When you live with passion and purpose, things like that happen. Doors open. So with that, I want to say thank you all. Thank you all for spending time with me here on this Facebook Live. Thank you guys for tuning in all across this world. And it's, it just keeps getting better. It just keeps getting better, and I'm honored and stoked to be here every week with you. 5 o'clock on Thursdays, nrmstreamcast.com. Turn on all your friends to it. Let them know. Watch this guy, man. He's a little crazy, a little loopy, but he's bringing good information and good content to get us motivated to live a life of stoke. But I want to thank you all for tuning in today and uh, and just come back next week for more motivation and make life the best you can. I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs>